Hello. You are listening to my new show, Journey into an Unknown World, on Web Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops, and this show is a show with a big difference. All over the world, there are people with unanswered questions. Questions that are paranormal, strange, and unusual. As well as very normal questions that people never seem to get an answer about. So this show is about giving you those answers. Everyone calls me Dr. Margaret because my name's so long. And I hope that you will enjoy listening to this show. And if you do have any questions or answers, you can contact me by going to my website, www.sumaricenter.com. Today, I have chosen the topic of obesity. Have you ever sat in a well-known store watching people come and go? Have you noticed how overweight nearly everyone is? In fact, some people are huge. Even the little children are about two and a half times their normal weight. Are you fat? Do you think you need to lose weight? Have you tried every diet that doesn't work? Have you talked to medical doctors who seem to recommend anything and everything, even including surgery or go on some kind of starvation pill? Well, I've got news for you. In just a moment, I will tell you why all these things you have tried to do do not work. As I said earlier, I'm Dr. Margaret, and I have had many years of experience dealing with many people in all walks of life who have gone through all sorts of crises. And one of the most obvious things that happens for many people is that they begin to gain weight, or some people to lose weight, when they are worried, upset, have problems. So this show, Journey into an Unknown World, is going to address many different kinds of issues. So let's get back to being obese. Everyone at some time wonders what their conscious mind is thinking about. I say that your conscious mind is a liar and a cheat. It rationalizes and explains everything away. You know, I say things like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm sure you're saying, I'll diet tomorrow. Or, I will never lose weight if I don't do something right now. But, you know, there's this thing and that thing in the way. So, 
I'll procrastinate. And then maybe you say something like, well, there are other people who are fatter than me, so I'm not so fat. Or I only have to lose five or ten pounds, so I'll just eat fish for two weeks. Of course, given time, it seems that whatever pounds you lose, they seem to come right back. So, when you're thinking about your weight, your mindset is saying, I know I don't believe myself. I know that everything I say is not going to happen. So as I said earlier, the conscious mind is a liar. It rationalizes. It explains everything away. And we believe it. We believe everything we tell ourselves. Unfortunately, two and two often don't make four. We say to ourselves, I'm upset. Or, I'm angry about something. I haven't got anyone around me who understands me. People don't see the real me. I need to hide myself somewhere. Have you thought like that? I bet you have at some time. I know I did. Well, what is happening to you when you're thinking these things? What's going on with your energy? You know, we are all just pure energy, but it's hard to think of ourselves as just moving energy. We think about electricity, and we know it exists. We plug in our computers, our irons, and we see that they work. So, in the same way, we think our thoughts, and we accept that those thoughts are the right ones. But what is happening in your brain or in your thinking? I'm sure everyone has seen a thunderstorm. It's beautiful. The lightning is flashing across the skies. It's wondrous. But not everyone starts to realize that there is a storm going on in your brain every time you think. So when you say to yourself, I'm too fat, I cannot lose weight, other people are fatter than me, you're actually creating a little storm in your brain. And that little storm is sending flashes of light all the way down through your nervous system. And your nervous system responds. Some people get headaches. Other people get backaches. Sometimes the digestive system isn't working properly. Whatever it is, the glands seem to be not working in balance. So why is that? I have written a book called The Rejection Syndrome. And in that book I talk about how we all reject our true self. When we are born, we come into the world with lots of dreams and goals from our spiritual self. We want to be loved. 
We want to be independent. We want to experience many things. That freedom of the Spirit is strong in all of us. But by the time we're six months, we're being taught, no, don't do this, behave, follow directions, think about what you're doing, listen to your peers and your elders, don't think for yourself, believe everything that everyone tells you. So by the time you're five, you have got a lot of thoughts, many of them not your own, but you have believed and you have followed direction and you have accepted all those beliefs. So what's happening with your body when that is the way you behave? It's very simple really. Your energy in your physical body is noisy. When you think about how your heart beats, you can feel it, hear your pulse, and you know your tummy rumbles, then you can understand that you're making noise. Noise is friction, and friction can be understood by scientists as energy. And that energy flows up and down your body along meridians. At the same time, you have within your vibration your spirit body, and that is the everlasting you, the part that is connected to God. Now your spirit body needs to be held in your physical body, and the way it happens is for you to be able to do whatever you want to do. So. Let's think about the unity of the two bodies together, spirit and physical. There has to be something that connects the two. And what we're looking at is an etheric body, a body that is like a balloon when it's flat, when you're born. There's no real vibrant energy in it until you start kicking and screaming and listening to sounds and tones, different things that are happening in and around you. And as those interactions happen, you feel. You feel emotions. You have a sensory perception of everyone. And as the years go by, all that energy is flowing around. Now, let's imagine that you're thinking of a river when it starts way up in the hills. It's just a little trickle. And as it flows down towards the ocean, the little eddies start to happen. The waters join together. Little vortexes of energy swirl in the water. And as the water flows, the current rises. The power of the river becomes stronger until ultimately it's going all the way into the ocean and it's lost. Well, your energy is kind of like that too. It flows around your body and it should flow in a nice, even way. But when you think negatively, 
when you worry about your problems, when you talk to yourself about every issue and how it is going to continually bother you in some way, you can't sort things out, then you create these eddies in your physical body, in your etheric body, and your spirit body is struggling so hard to keep all the energies flowing so that your life can continue. When we get overweight, the glands begin to stop working. They come out of balance. The glands are controlled by what we call chakras. And chakras are a vibration that allows you to hold these three bodies together in a rotation, in a way that allows you to generate rejuvenation. Rejuvenation should happen every moment of our lives. Somewhere a cell is dying and a new one is being born. Now, as you think about the things that you do, you dip into your memories. There are many memories that we have. There are lots of stories that we tell. And when we tell these stories, we justify, rationalize, explain to ourselves why we do the things we do. And that creates habits. And habits are hard to break. So we repeat statements all the time. We tell ourselves, I must lose weight. I'm too fat. Over and over again. And all those thoughts go into your subconscious mind where it sits like a stubborn rock. And every time you say to yourself, I will change. I will do something differently. All those memories come up, they surface, they stimulate all the energy that flows in and around these three bodies. They generate even more negative energy. And so you find yourself in a loop, going round and round. Letting yourself relax. Letting your mind switch off is difficult. You've been trained to think. You've been trained to do the things you do. So, letting go of your history, letting go of your memories, means stop flowing in a negative way. Allow your spirit self to correct the flow of energy. The original flow of energy that you had when you were born was perfect. There was no judgment, no conditioning. You accepted yourself and the things that you did. Your spirit self still has that coding. Your spirit self can still revert back to the original pattern. So let's think of you as a crystal, even more, let's say a snowflake crystal. Perfect in shape, unique and wonderful. 
When you're running in the right vibration, it stays there, uniquely perfect. But when you become fat, when you keep the same habits going, your little snowflake is wilting, slowly melting, until you feel that you have no energy, no purpose, no direction. Depression sits in, and you feel like sitting still. And slowly, you say to yourself, I can't help myself. I can't do anything. Now, of course, when that happens, you want to find something that will help you. Something outside of yourself. And so many people like to find a therapist. One of the things that I discovered was crystal acupuncture. And today I teach many people how to move their own energies back to the original pattern. How to let go of the thoughts, the mindsets that are blocking the real you from flowing forward. I have books on this subject available on Amazon.com and there is a little place you can click if you are interested to go see more about it. But whatever your therapy is, whatever you decide to do, you have to allow yourself to enjoy discovering who you really are. It is important to let yourself change. So many people come to me and they say, I really want to change. I want things to be different. I want to see the world through new eyes. But when I start to advise them in a reading or counseling, they have so many ifs, ands and buts. The truth is that when you change, you may outgrow many of the things you believed that you needed. You may find that your original patterning kicks in and suddenly all the things you thought you liked, you don't like. For example, the foods. I know someone who said they hated mushrooms when they were a child and now they absolutely love them. I know someone else who always was telling me that they needed to have desserts after every meal. And now, if I offer them a dessert, they look at me as though I'm insane and say, Why are you asking me? I don't like desserts. So yes, we can change our mind. And yes, we can make a new beginning. But we've got to want to do that. We've got to want to allow ourselves to transform. Of course, when we start to change, the family members, they look at you or someone else and make discriminating remarks. Why? Well, it's simple. You're changing. They don't want you to be different. They want the same old you and they want to control you. Now, often, people say to themselves, I want to change, but I don't know what to. 
I don't have any hobbies. I don't have any focus. I feel aimless, lost. I don't know anything. Well, those remarks, they're still part of the conscious mind that's a liar and a cheat. It's a part of self that is saying, I really, really need to have someone make choices for me. Well, of course, when we were born, when we were young, yes, there was always someone telling you what to do. There was always someone telling you how good you were. There was always someone who was there for you. But now you're an adult. You have to think for yourself. And you have to be there for yourself. And so the best way to help yourself is action. When you get up and you go out and about, no matter how small the effort is, it shifts the energy in those three bodies that I was talking about. And when that happens, your aura emanates a great deal of energy. You become attractive. People want to talk to you. People are interested in who you are. So no matter what your size, your personality can come out. Your character can come out. And you can begin to feel more confident. Well, of course, there must be some rules. We all need rules. Discipline. We need to be able to say to ourselves, if I must eat that favorite cake, I'll have a quarter of it. Or if I must exercise, I'll just find a game I like to play that allows me to do that for five or ten minutes until I've had enough. It's no good walking on the treadmill saying I must lose weight, this must happen. You're only chastising yourself. You're like a parent standing over you telling you you can't do what you want to do unless you do it the way your conscious mind tells you. So you see, you have to break the family ties that have conditioned you to the old history. Mother and father need to be put in their place. You still love them, you still honor them and respect them for what they gave you. But now, it's time to think for yourself. To believe in what you do and to trust yourself. Your aura is a beautiful thing. We think of angels, we think of gorgeous, beautiful patterns, but what does it really look like? What does the energy look like when you're happy? It's like sparkles of dust in the sunlight. Everything that you are generates energy. And of course, when you tap into your spiritual self, you can bring your higher mind body, which carries the wisdom of your spirit, all the way into your consciousness. You can actually meditate. You can actually let go of all these negative thoughts. And as you do, yes, your pattern returns. You begin to realize that your journey is not a painful one but rather a voyage of discovery. I know, because I walked a miserable life. I was born in 1942 with bombs dropping around my ears every night. By the time I was four, I knew what suffering was. And over the years, I've seen a great deal. 
I've been through a great deal. I've talked to a lot of people and I've helped a tremendous amount of many, many different situations. And in every one of them, I've had to help the people to release their fears, inbuilt fears, fears that just make them so scared, so angry, so worried. Fear can be an enemy or a friend. It's there to help you to think about what you're doing. And if you use it well, you'll be the master of your own fear. But you must have fear in order to know when danger is near. So it's important to nurture yourself and to allow yourself to understand that you're not losing weight but rather shrinking in size. Put some new words in your mind. Instead of saying, I have to lose weight, say, I am going to walk in a pathway of lightness. I will see myself as shrinking, becoming smaller, more compact. Whatever your words are, make them new ones. Maybe you need to look in the dictionary and find a word if you can't think of one. It's also important to change your attitude, to not be fixed to be flexible. In my book, The Rejection Syndrome, I speak a lot about the conditioning and there's lots of stories in there that can tell you all sorts of things to do. Now, if you've liked listening to what I'm saying, then you can connect with me on Gmail. My address is drm, for Dr. Margaret, rogersvancoops at gmail.com. You have been listening to my new program, Journey into an Unknown World. Every week I'm going to bring you a new topic and I hope that you will enjoy listening to everything that I'm talking about. Sometimes I'll be doing this show every two weeks in the beginning, but in the future I hope to do it more often. Next time, I will be talking about the oneness. Everyone is talking about the oneness, but do people really know what it is? I'd like to explain it to you. If you are interested, then I hope you'll come back next time. Everything that I've been talking to you about is something we need to be aware of when it comes to children. Our little ones see us when we eat too much and copy us. They do not know about the way they think at that age. So it's very important to help them to understand that they only eat enough to fill their stomach with comfort. So many people overeat. There are medical conditions where the mind generates energy and takes over the body. We don't want that to happen. We want to allow the brain to be relaxed and to allow the subconscious memories to just generally blend into one long journey of satisfaction. That you've come to this point in being obese and now it's time to allow yourself to let go of that journey the way it's been Get on a new pathway and 
work towards your thin self. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to me and that whatever I've said to you will be of useful help to you in your life. Just remember that day by day there's something going on that you're learning. Try and see the goodness in yourself and the things that you do. Whatever you do, it's going to be successful. I'm sure of it. So I'll see you next time when we will talk about the oneness. You can contact me on www.sumariscenter.com And if you're interested, you can look up my YouTubes. Yes, I have videos on YouTube. Get that right. Say it right. All you have to do is search my name and you'll find me. You'll find things about the crystal therapies I have and many others, courses that I teach, both in England, Japan and USA. Perhaps one day you'll be my student. But for now, think about how you can change your life and become the new thin you. So, thank you for listening. Goodbye.